the Ortho PAC hosted by Sam Dyer. Welcome to the Ortho PAC where we discuss up-to-date orthopedic topics for the busy clinician. I invite you to sit back and relax as I attempt to fill in the gaps between education, current events, and real-world practice. Hello listeners, this is Sam Dyer from the Ortho PAC. You have me again today as we work toward lining up new speakers. I'm recently back from the Indianapolis annual meeting. I kind of have the post-conference blues if anybody knows what I'm talking about. So I thought about, well, what better way can I work on my post-conference blues than record a podcast or two? What I did want to discuss is something that I thought about while I was there, and I think all PAs know what I'm talking about, and that's the PANRE, P-A-N-R-E. That's the Physician Assistant National Recertification Exam. Now, of course, I know no one really looks forward to taking that test. If you do, I think something's wrong with you. I can't tell you one person that actually likes to take this test. It's expensive. It causes you quite a bit of test anxiety, and it gets worse the older you get. I can tell you the further away I am from school, the harder that test is to take. So mine's coming up soon, and I wanted to discuss that with you a little bit. If you practice orthopedics like I do, you find maybe one or two questions on the pan ray if you're lucky. Typically, it's all medicine. So why do we have to take a recertification exam on topics that aren't really relevant to our daily practice? The answer is because PAs are trained as general medicine practitioners, and we all have the ability to cross over to different subspecialties without having to take another training course or get education in that new specialty where we can just basically switch. And so that's the primary reason, I think, and also to make sure that everybody who's practicing has some measure of validity and their ability to practice. It's felt by many stakeholders that taking a test and being successful, at least with showing a minimum of competence in basic medicine, is what you need to do. In my honest opinion, I'm not quite convinced. However, you be your own judge. What I will say is that we finally have an option to the nerve-wracking pan rate. I've known two PAs in my time who said they didn't think that the panray was all that challenging. Now, they are the only two that I've known that have said that. I think probably because when you take the panray, and this is something to consider, the passing scale is like 60% more or less. I've seen data in the past. So you don't have to, you know, like one out of every two questions or maybe a little bit less than that, that you have to get right. So, you know, even if you don't, have a 70-80% pass, you, you can still pass this test. So I think that's how a lot of people get by with it and say that it wasn't that challenging. But anyways, those people that took that test, or if you've taken it before, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, I get test anxiety, I worry about it, I lose sleep, it's expensive, and it just comes to the point where you're like, my goodness, is there an alternative? So the NCCPA listened, and they came up with something called the Panray LA. And what that stands for is the Physician Assistant National Recertifying Exam Longitudinal Assessment. In a nutshell, if we put it in regular terms, it's a take-home exam. And I wanted to give you some specifics about it. I think it's a definite good alternative to those of us that don't like to take tests, especially on things that we don't study routinely. Everyone that I've talked to at the meeting that has taken this said that they think it's a good way to go, so I, I wanted to provide you an option. I'm recertifying in 2027, so I have until November to decide what I'm going to do. The important point to know, and I didn't know this part until I was at the meeting, is that if you're going to do this, 
you really start it a few years before your recertification, i.e. I apply for it this year before November of 2023. I start it 2024 and the test goes through my recertification period in 2027. Let me explain that a little bit. The demographics of the test, you can take it on any device, like you can take it on your PC. I guess you can take it on your phone. I haven't looked into that, but there are 25 questions each quarter. You have five minutes to answer each question. You can use online resources to help you answer. You can have print material available. And the content is based on the Panray exam. And you do get immediate feedback after each question with an explanation and references. If you don't pass the Panray LA, you still have the option to take the Panray, the sit-down test, during your uh, recertification year. If you want specifics about this, please go to the NCCPA. I'm just recording a podcast on my opinions and what I think I'm going to do with this. The scoring is scaled, so it reflects your performance relative to the difficulty of the questions. The passing standard is not anchored to a specific raw score, which I think the Panray is. Cumulative performance feedback is provided quarterly, and the final score uses the best eight of 12 quarters. Now, feedback, this is from a publication from the NCCPA, is that almost 98% of those who completed the pilot or the initial trial of this passed the exam. 97% said they preferred it over the proctored exam. I guess those other two people I talked about aren't interested in the take-home part. You, you know, it's just a one and done. If you do the pen ray, you pass it, you're done. You don't have to keep taking an exam, you know, questions every quarter. 93% said it was not difficult to complete 25 questions per quarter. And 96% said it provided a learning experience. So with those numbers, I mean, it tells you that this is definitely a good alternative to the sit-down exam. Let's talk a little bit more about my timeline. So. Let's say I am set to recertify in year 2027. So that means that in year 2023, I apply for the test. In year seven, which for me will be next year, each quarter I'll have 25 questions. I'll have the same in year eight and year nine. And then, you know, assuming I pass, I'm done. For me, that will probably mean I'm done taking the exam ever again. But for others, you're taking this stuff before you are actually scheduled to recertify. So that's an important point to remember. I think I mentioned that earlier. The specifics is you must apply in the sixth year of your recertification cycle and start the exam in your seventh year. Now, let's say what happens if you do this take home and you don't pass. You can take the Panray again, just like you do at the Pearson test centers. I'm not excited about taking a test in general medicine. It's not my thing. I don't really know immunization schedules. I don't know the latest and greatest in cardiology and pulmonology and everything else that you have to know. I don't know OBGYN. I know some basics, which I think you really need to know if you're practicing in any kind of field in surgery or what have you. But I am interested in this and I am excited about it. And pretty much everyone I've talked to, like I said, that's taken it is interested in or felt that it was much easier to do than trying to do that uh, proctored exam. So I'm not plugging for the NCCPA here. I'm just giving you the information that I found out that's an alternative. So if you're interested in that, please go to the nccpa.net website and look at it and see what you think. And if you decide to take it, or if you have any comments on this, please let me know. Okay, well, that's all I've got for today. I hope that those that were at the conference enjoyed themselves and those that weren't, 
look for our AV. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Hopefully I'll have somebody else to interview. And if I don't, you'll hear me talking about something again. Okay, listeners, thanks again for listening and please subscribe if you haven't already. Listeners, I don't know if you need CME, but if you do, our conferences are a great option. For those of you that like to do online content, we have several audiovisual courses available for you. Please look at the PAOS.org Learning Center. Now, this is for PAOS members only, where you can buy either self-assessment exams, recorded videos, or a combination of the two where you package them together. You can get some CME that way. So I hope you take advantage of all the resources that we offer, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you for joining the OrthoPAC podcast. Please follow the Physician Assistance in Orthopedic Surgery on social media. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Please subscribe to our podcast. If this has been helpful, please take a moment to leave a review.